we're not in the business of out consoling Sony or out consoling Nintendo. Um, there isn't really a great solution or win for us. And I know that will upset a ton of people, but it's just the truth of the matter is that when you're third place in the console marketplace and the top two players are as strong as they are and have, um, in certain cases, very, very dis discreet focus on doing deals and other things that will um, that kind of make being Xbox hard for us as a team. That's on us, not on anybody else. Our vision is that everybody who's on console has to feel like they have a great experience and they're a first class citizen. They've invested a ton in our platform, but we are not in a position and I, I see it out there. I see commentary that if you just build great games, everything would turn around. It's just not true that if we go off and build great games, all of a sudden you're going to see console share shift in some dramatic way. We lost the worst generation to lose in the Xbox One generation where everybody built their digital library of games. Um, so when you go and you're building on Xbox, we want our Xbox community to feel awesome. But this idea that if we just focused more on great games on our console, that somehow we're going to win the console race, I think doesn't really lay into the reality of most people, like 90% of the people every year who walk into a retailer to buy a console are already a member of one of the three ecosystems. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Nerdotaku Gaming Podcast. This week we have a special guest and as usual my co-host, but first I will let my co-host introduce himself. How are you doing, Robin? I'm doing good. I'm doing great, actually. That's, at least one of us is doing great. And we have a special guest, first time, hopefully long time. Uh, say hi, dude. Uh, hi, I'm uh, Mutale. Mutale from where? Like, like, there's a million Mutale. <laughs> oh, um, you want like my food tribe and like everything, <laughs> like. No, like, like your like like your gamer cred. Let people know whether you're a real gamer or not. Oh me, oh I've been playing games since I don't know since the day I was born. I guess my dad's also a certified gamer. You know, he's on that solitaire grind. Um, I play I play Apex. I play shooters. I play everything basically. Shooters, uh, driving sims, arcade, um, strategy games. Uh, adventure games, RPGs, MMOs, I play everything. Uh, yeah, I'm but I, his gamer cred is legit. I don't think we need to question that. <laughs> I was questioning it. Well, since you say you play everything, Mutale, and you're particularly a big fan of shooters, tell me about Redfall. <laughs> I, I, that's like, isn't that? I don't have an Xbox. That's like an Xbox exclusive, so I haven't played it yet. You know, it is an Xbox. But exclusive. I hear that it's not an Xbox exclusive. I, I said it, it is. I said it is. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, and what I've heard so far is that it's bad. The performance is bad. It's buggy. And like, um, for me personally, I'm not a big fan of um launches like that because I think. When Days Gone came out, I was a kid. I was still a kid, and my, that was when my mom still used to buy me games. Uh, and like, oh, like making like a thousand quarter uh, was like hard, and like I'd have to starve myself. So imagine buying Days Gone, and it's buggy as hell. Nothing's rendering. I can't go past a level because the game is broken, and I have to it's buy a new hard drive. So like any game. If, and I can't do anything. Like I can't ask my mom to return it. I can't. My mom, I, I can't buy another game. I'm stuck. And like since then, I just hate like buggy launches. Cyberpunk. Um, uh, what, what it was? Cyberpunk. There was this other game. There was cyber. You know, I just remember Cyberpunk. There's Cyberpunk. There's The Last of Us uh, Part One on PC. There's um, which game just recently released? Buggy. Oh, Jedi Star Wars. Survivor for me was disappointing. Because I was yeah. looking forward to that. Me too. For me, yeah, like the bugs are there, like in Jedi Survivor. 
on on console but then it's more like just frame drops and like for me i am blind so i don't really see those things it's never been a big issue i played like i, I played i played ps2 games on on on, on new gen console I played jack and daxter so it's i don't really see that as much you know yeah no, but yeah sure. i mean yeah I, I just kind of wanted to talk about i guess before we get into our main course which is zelda tears of the kingdom talk by the way we're gonna obviously talk about that and I, that's one of the main reasons why i brought you on because you have played it i haven't uh, and i wanted someone who you know has played it and likes new zelda <laughs> um uh yeah so before we get to that i just wanted to hear your opinions and something which i think i don't know i think it was like big news i think uh we've seen what everyone's thoughts are on that but i wanted to know what your guys's thoughts are as like like for our region like what it means that phil spencer went on the kind of funny x cast um which is the kind of funny xbox podcast to it was just supposed to be like a, i guess a, a normal regular podcast but then it kind of the timing was weird it was after red four it was after the uk uh cma blocked the merger thing because of cloud gaming and i don't know if you guys have seen it i'm hoping you have you've probably seen the the anecdotes from it i don't know what you think about what phil spencer had to say about the state of xbox in gaming currently i'll start with you robin he had a bad week and you could tell that he felt he had a bad week and you know he had to choose his word carefully because if he came out in a in the wrong kind of way after having a bad week people would have eaten him alive so he said you know phil spencer apart from being apparently a great guy like you know everybody says he's a great guy he he also has a way with words so he he knows what to say he knows his audience and you know he said a lot of things which which i think they wanted to hear okay we're listening we have to deliver blah 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 he said what he needed to say i mean i hear you well, say you, you you think he said what his audience needed to hear but it sounds to me like this is the first time um a studio head has said something and people have gone like whoa, 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 whoa. what is like i feel like it's backfired because he basically i mean i'll play the clip um you guys are gonna hear it because I, i would have added it or whatever but like he basically said the game they're playing like he, he said we can't out console sony or nintendo you know so they and have to do true. their own thing but that's not and what that's... xbox fans want to hear they want to hear someone say we will beat sony or whatever out console them whatever uh um eventually and he even mentioned like it doesn't matter if starfield which is the next big game is an 11 out of 10 like imagine if starfield is an elden ring if it's a tears of the kingdom right like one of those like groundbreaking you know like a last of us part one type game like he says people are not going to sell their ps5s just because starfield is an 11 out of 10 Um, which is true but don't you think that if the next six xbox games are 11 out of 10s or at least nine out of tens people will go hmm i don't know man like those guys they're releasing bangers we should probably but they're not they're not going to sell their ps5 they're just going to buy an xbox series next or whatever yeah like for me the whole like i don't use the i wasn't going to get in xbox there was a point when i think i had saved uh i'd been saving got a job saved like a bunch and that was like during covid so i wasn't going out i wasn't spending like large amounts of money so I, i had the money and the choice there was between a switch and an xbox yeah and my first thought is what am i getting out of this xbox like what games do i need to play like and then um there was, at that point there was nothing to play there was just mainly like forza and game pass and i was like uh my issue with 
game pass is like the way i am with uh games that i've i've realized that i have the money to buy games but just because i have the money it doesn't mean that i'm going to play those games that was the problem it have been yes. like a waste if i didn't have like something specific on it then i looked at the catalog and like everything of games that i'd want to play and those were games that would usually be on sale and then i after the and like there was not i wasn't really i'm not really a halo fan like that uh forza I'm more of a grand turismo guy i'm not really i'm not the biggest fan of arcade 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 drivers unless there's something uh like a bit realistic about them and then when they i heard about the activision acquisition i was like okay maybe there's something for me here and um and then it slowed down everyone was like yeah it's not happening so soon um and then sony said said they were going to release their own uh version of it which they have and that was decent and then all the dreams of buying an xbox just kind of went um into like into the slumber and even now like with the hype of these new games like red 4 that came out i never heard of red 4 until it bombed until this phil spencer interview <laughs> um starfield i have never I've, i know it's a series a popular series in the xbox community but it's never been that massive like the extent of like god of war or like the last of us where everyone's like oh we need to play it we need a playstation play it so xbox me, has is... got a pr problem yeah because starfield is a new ip yeah it's a it's new IP, ip by the exactly guys. you don't the guys like... who made skyrim in fallout mm-hmm. but here's the thing if mutale who is online doesn't know that What does that say about Xbox's PR? I think it just goes to show how um people just don't watch um Xbox's stuff. Um Yeah, I think where they where they failed is what let them down is before I gain exposure to Xbox games because of um what do you call this gaming event? E3. E3. And like I remember I'd get hyped like before I'd get hyped. I think it was around same 2016 2017. They released I don't know if it's Quantum Break, Quantico or something like that, some Quantum time. Break, that's a good game. It's a good yeah, game. Yeah, I saw the trailer and I was like I need to play this and that's where I get my like where I'd be like oh yeah, maybe I do need an Xbox thing yeah, at the time. But now since they've gone like to this um this solo like where they don't go do with uh where they don't collaborate or go to E3, I don't watch those things because I'm like What's the point of me going to um to watch an Xbox event when there's no game on my radar or nothing massive or or a franchise which has been there for decades that I know about. I think the only times I watched them were when Halo was coming out. And then and the difference between that and PlayStation is that people on PlayStation are be like, "Okay, what's Sony doing? Let's hear what um Sony is doing." because uh, it would be their big IPs not everyone tunes into when it's their smaller ones but if it's their more major ones you see Xbox fa- Xbox fans in the in the comments talking about it everyone will be discussing it same with uh se- not same with Nintendo because I think Nintendo has like a more like it's a grip it's fan base is its fan base and it will never die or never reduce in numbers while Xbox doesn't have that effect as well I think That's very interesting of you to say because I I'm a big advocate of stuff like E3 or whatever because I'm I grew up on Nintendo. I am very much a Nintendo person, Nintendo and PC. Um so me learning about like, you know, Uncharted or whatever. Like I remember Uncharted, I I was one of those people who were calling it Dude Raider because like that's what it was. It was it was a dude in Tomb Raider, right? Like so um these big events are like they help in like letting people know what's happening or whatever and it's very interesting that <laughs> uh, xbox would have like a pr problem because i i for the people who follow xbox like myself like i've been a game pass subscriber for almost two oh, years wow. now um so like i i am subscribing on good faith because the stuff that i know is coming you know like avowed or whatever fable These are all these are uh, from developers that I trust, you know, like um but I can see how other people would not have any I guess clue or hype like 
I'm super stoked for Stalker 2, but it's something which I guess needs explanation because like unless you're like one of those weirdo PC people, what the hell is Stalker 2, <laughs> right? So yeah, I think it is a, a, a PR problem. What are your final thoughts, Robin, like on the whole on the whole thing? Like do you see them coming back? Do you think They'll they be fine? I mean, I mean, I know they'll be fine financially. Like Game Pass in the last quarter did like a billion, which like that is very, very fine. Look, but I mean, like perception-wise, the, game, like in, in the... the games are going to come out sooner or later. But they, and... we've been having that conversation for like three or four years. The games are which not coming true. out. They're not <laughs> because game development is hard. <laughs> I also just want to touch on like the the longevity of like Xbox exclusives because Forza, I believe, was popular for a good a good like three months and then after that the exposure just kind of um... okay this is this is a wider issue in the gaming industry you know no like i don't think xbox yeah xbox is affected by it but i think everybody is affected by it it's it's a tricky thing to deal with because but like it's a fast-moving industry but then the thing I'm referring to is like, you know how you're on Twitter, yeah? And then you'll be scrolling and then it'll be like, ah, list your favorite games of this this generation, like threads like that, yeah? It's rare for me to see like a Forza Horizon or something. Maybe it would be God of War, uh, Ratchet and Clank, things like that, yeah? And I'll see those things. I'll see Sony uh, exclusives continuously. Or like in terms of the, the YouTube scene, yeah? You have you have youtubers going back like popular youtubers like i feel like xbox games don't have like popular youtubers that go back because i remember when new game plus came out for um god of war, god of war. a bunch of youtubers like popular afro senju went back to play it. a bunch of other youtubers went back to play it. gran turismo has um its feet in like esports and like you know it has its streamers like what's this guy super gt whose, whose videos get like um a million views and people and it's still covered by like IGN because IGN dropping news like oh, Gran Turismo's latest update like this you know, uh, Gran Turismo tournament it has um, it's now comp- competing in the Olympics and everything yeah, but for like Xbox uh, like Forza for example Forza doesn't get that like once it it didn't fair, even have like fair. like that's what I mean. I think you're but right. Like, yeah. Again, Xbox think, has a PR problem. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean the thing that really encapsulate this best is how now with like the last of us being a formidable mainstream hit like straight up like just like your grandma knows what the last of us is like she's going to be debating about joel's choice you know like that's crazy like xbox needs that and it's not like they can't do it they are a trillion dollar company it's microsoft like they can leverage whatever they they can do it i just don't know why they don't they have the ip to do it like gears of war i don't know maybe it's because of the bubble that i was in in university and maybe because i was in (laughs) i was in australia so that was more of a dude bro scene but gears of war was one of those annoying games that dude like it wasn't a game for gamers it was a game for dude bros do you know what i mean like it like (laughs) like that's how ubiquitous gears of war was so like what's happening? I get what you mean, but you know, uh, times have changed, man. It's not the 360 era anymore. That's not the type of game people want. <laughs> yeah, I guess and they have. They have okay. tried the whole. Go ahead, Natalia. I was saying they have tried the whole um, trying to make it means Okay, they have it. They tried with the Halo series and I know people it, it didn't catch on and I think their choice of gaming <laughs> service also they had that whole, Plus. <laughs> they had that whole um red versus blue um and like that's where they felt they linked it to for for the Halo series they linked it to a, a, a streaming service that isn't international but for um the last of us Sony has its partnerships with so many streaming services. It's in the movie business, the series business, and it's easy. Because, like, here, I didn't have to pirate it. 
I just went. It was literally on DSTV. It was everywhere. It was on, it was, you could rent it on Apple TV, I believe. It was on Showmax. And like, I was surprised when I saw it on Showmax because I, I was just scrolling. I was like, oh, where can I watch The Last of Us? And I see it there, Last of Us. And like, the nice thing about it being on so many different platforms is I remember I was talking to someone. Um, I was talking to someone new and we're talking about series yeah and i'm like you have to watch the last of us it's on thingy and like it's on um showmax and within a weekend they watched it and we're talking about the last of us for the next week that's something that you can't get from paramount plus unless you have like some <laughs> unless you want pirate go to and like that's the thing people don't like pirates Pirate, people don't people like pirating pirates. yeah i've no, noticed that like pirate, but not I mean, I mean, like, when, like, the normie person, like, if I'm, what I've noticed is, like, if I'll say, oh, what anime do I want to watch? I always have to think, what's on Netflix? What's available for Zambians on Netflix? Because yeah. that's what they watch. If you tell them, oh, you have to do the torrent, blah, 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 like, it's a whole thing, and they're like, nope, I'm checking out. But if it's just something they can watch on Netflix, it's easy. I mean, I got my cousins to start watching K-dramas with me just because they're just a click away. Cause like no one wants to go through the whole um there's someone for you five kilometers away no one wants to go through that chat you know it's so annoying. nobody wants to click on so the wrong download i don't think people have the patience to wait two years even one year this xbox presentation that's gonna happen um it's going during, to be important during summer games fest and it doesn't have even have they shouldn't show anything that's not going to come out within the next six months no, they can't not do that. No, the, it it just has whatever six only six months. They'll be like, this is coming out in September, October, November, December, January, February, and maybe one last banger, which is like, oh, it's coming out like in the near future. No, they they can't do that. They need to drum up the hype, so they need to show stuff which is, you know, maybe one or two years out. It's 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 the game, man. That's how the game works. <laughs> But we're tired. We know that Avowed is coming in whatever year. We know that uh, Fable is going to be coming. We know Perfect Dark is coming. But I don't want to see a teaser trailer for Perfect Dark. I want to see gameplay. I want to see a buggy yes, 24 is, frames that, per second. I want the game to that's crash. Listen, you know, like, do you remember that Uncharted 4? They don't need to show us a teaser. No. But they need to show us gameplay. That, I agree. That's what they need to do. Like, do you remember that Uncharted 4 gameplay review? That game crashed. Yes. And then they restarted it. And did anyone go, oh my gosh, the game is crashing? You were just like, that's a real video game. I'll probably be able to play it in a year or less. Because look, it's playable. Like, it's a it's a video game. You know, like, people are very forgiving yeah. of stuff like that. If it looks real, like, don't, don't do fake-ass stuff like Cyberpunk, where they make a whole fake side game. Show us the, 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 the funkiness. Like, just... Show us the broken game and we will trust that, okay, you're really, you're being honest with us. If your game is good, if there is fun in there, we can see the fun in broken, in a broken yeah. game. We can see it. Like, us hardcore gamers, we're the ones who watch this E3 stuff. Casual gamers don't really watch that stuff. So we'll see they it and we'll drum up the hype. Uh, but don't show us, like, some CG trailer of a fairy getting eaten by a, a flower spider. No, we're done. They need to show us, like, real solid stuff now. Otherwise... I don't know, man. I'm just going to be playing for Game Pass whenever there's a game. Like, now that there's Jedi Survivor, I pay for it for one month, done. Not pay for it, wait for the next big game, Starfield. Like, I'm going to be paying for Game Pass, like, four times a month or something. Four times a year, I mean, <laughs> you know? Instead Look, of paying for I'm, it throughout the whole year. I most certainly agree that the teasers are out of fashion. They shouldn't do that. But I firmly believe that they can show games which are far off as long as there's gameplay. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of gameplay. Um, speaking of gameplay. <laughs> speaking of gameplay, we can switch to Nintendo EAD's new video game that they've been cooking for six plus years, which a lot of critics and I follow a lot of game, de game developers, they are saying it is, you know, I saw one game dev say playing Tears of the Kingdom as a developer is embarrassing <laughs> because they're like, wow, I suck. <laughs> How are they doing this? It's apparently a gameplay masterpiece. So 
Mutale and Robin, you've played the game a bit. I guess I can start with Mutale. What are your impressions of the game so far? Um, and I, I will preface this with, yes, there will be some Tears of the Kingdom spoilers. You've seen the images online. You can't run away from them. My God. Uh, but yes, Mutale, your thoughts <laughs> on Tears of the Kingdom? I uh, saying I've been stuck in bed playing this game like for the entire weekend. I took the entire weekend off. I literally have exams in like three weeks and I was like, you know what? I'm going to play Tears of the Kingdom. I bought um, Jedi Survivor like the, week, the the previous week, I think like two weeks or a week ago. And I have just dropped it now. Um, I don't <laughs> know the last time I played it. And right now it's looking like a bad investment. Um, and it's just fun. Like the gameplay is, it's like... It's like the previous game, yeah, but with new um, new mechanics, and I think that's fun. I think it's given us more of what we liked uh, in the pre. It's given us what we liked in the previous game, but with extra on top. And I don't. I feel like these days that's not that's a, a recipe for success. And um, the creativity, the creating things. Um, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, they're gonna limit this. It's just, it's only going to be for dungeons. Like I said, it's only going to be for dungeons and like things like that, shrines. And I started, and I'm out in the open world, and I posted a video on my Twitter where I built this cart with a flamethrower and a fan to try and beat this. Uh, what do you call them? The giant fat the high knocks. The, yeah, and I drove it right to him while he was sleeping. And I was like, this is gonna work. Like I spent like a good 15 minutes working on it. And I was like, this is gonna work. It's gonna be so cool. And I was so hyped. And this is me just building something. I'm not playing the game. I'm not doing the story. I've just built something. My creativity, my choices, you know, and I get to the guy, I bump into him. My cart goes on fire because it's made of wood. <laughs> and it, go, it all goes to it all goes it feels and i jump out and i'm just i'm out laughing because it's just so fun like and it's been such a while it's been so so long since i've just like had that um freedom of creativity that freedom of expression i think the last game that i mean this is the second game that's ever given me that freedom of expression um i think the only other game which gave it to me embarrassingly enough is fortnite and like it gives like a child like wonder to this game like how much can i do there's no limits yep. to my creativity and i think where it succeeded is there's uh, i don't know which i don't know if it was a podcast i was listening to a while back but there's this guy this guy said um how good a video game is based on um the sum of your choices and and, and the thing is that this game just gives you so much freedom. You get to make so many choices. How you play the game, what you do, what you build, how you fight, your weapons, you know. Um, how you traverse. There's, there's never been such freedom like in an open world game. Because you play Gran Turismo and your options for traversing, for example, are a car. You, can't make, you can pimp the car and everything, but you can't absolutely change your mode of traversing. Um, Gran Turismo, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Oh, and planes, planes as well, planes, helicopters. Yeah. But uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, you can make a skateboard, you can make a car, you can vertic- verticality. It's easy. You can just tr- uh, teleport up, and the, and and it doesn't feel uh, boring, limited, or restricted. We're like. You know, most uh, most open world games they'll put like a, an invisible wall, an invisible limit. You know, your creativity it's it's up to you. You know, if it makes common, if if, if it matches with the common sense and logic, then you can probably do it. And I feel like that's a limitation that a lot of open world games have. For example, Red Dead, you can only ride horses. <laughs> um, Death, that was another fun thing about this standing as well. The mobility, you know, you the bikes, you had zipline, everything. But with Kill the Kid, vertically, vertically, vertical movement, their horizontal movement is, and it's so versatile. You can glide, you can get launched from a tower, you can set the grass on fire, start um, flying, you can jump off a mountain if you want to glide. There's just so much to do, and I'm not, and I'm yet to go like super far in the game and see what other abilities i do get because 
and there's much more because I remember Breath of the Wild there was that whole the breeze thing Rivoli Rivoli's girl was it? yeah that breeze thing yeah. that launched you out from the air and like stuff like that you know it's just very I think innovative and rewarding to um it it, it, it rewards creativity and I think that's what makes it special and has um what differentiates it from previous like a lot of open world games but yeah that's what i have to say about the gameplay without getting into spoilers or too deep in the spoilers i just want to comment real quick on something that you mentioned i saw a tweet i'm paraphrasing here and i hope i'm not quoting it wrongly uh but one of the i think it was a game developer said you are underestimating the power i think it was responding to like those of us old zelda heads who were who yearn for the classic very linear stuff and he was like you underestimate the power of like uh, Fortnite and Minecraft and just saying okay what if what if you just put Zelda in Fortnite and Zelda in uh, yeah in, you, may, you merge Minecraft and Fortnite and just put like Link in there and that's what Tears of the Kingdom is and it very much is appealing to the younger audience that have grown up on Fortnite and Minecraft um, and yeah I think for most of the positive stuff I've seen it does sound like that which is a recipe for success I guess yeah it's not just that you know it's like almost everything that you can say positive about Breath of the Wild can be said about Tears of the Kingdom okay that's one but on top of that, it makes the, you know, the crafting and the creating, creating aspect of all of that. You see, what people aren't getting when they ask, oh, what makes Tears of the Kingdom special? I could do this in another game. One, it's the level of polish and scale. So you are getting, you are getting a triple A game. But it has all this crazy stuff happening. It's usually either or. You don't get both. With Tears of the Kingdom, you get both. And that's part of what makes it so special. You know, the, you can... There's, I genuinely feel this is going to be one of those games... You know when people say, oh, no two players will get the same experience. And, you know, it's usually... I don't want to say people are lying, but usually people are lying. I genuinely believe that this game, that is true. Because there is a way to play for everybody. I'm barely touching the creative aspect of the game. I'm basically playing it literally like Breath of the Wild 2. Where I just explore, I see something, I pin it, I go to it. I'm oh, so not it's possible used... to play the game like that because like well, that's one of my yes. worries. All I see online right now is just people making stuff, and as someone who, you know, I don't care for that <laughs> at all. You know, I played a bit of Minecraft. I fell off of Fortnite very quickly. I just don't care for that stuff. Um, I was worried. I'm like, okay, this is the thing, right? Like, this is the one thing that this new Zelda has. It's very impressive, but I, I just don't care. Exactly. You can do both. That was my worry as well. I'm not an engineer. I can't make stuff at all. I'm terrible at that. But the game is not going to penalize me if I don't. I can literally just play it like Breath of the Wild and everything's okay. That's, that's impressive. That's good. And I, uh, I was having a chat with one of my mutuals. Yes, I do spend a lot of time on Twitter. That's where my people are. Uh, and... Um, um, one of them was mentioned like they described what I was like that's an immersive sim like the freedom to you know mess around with the game and sort of break it but it allows and I'm like that's that's why I love Deus Ex because that's what it does like you it, it gives you a space and it's like solve it and then you're like they couldn't possibly allow me to do this and it's like oh my god they allowed me to do this that's crazy um, now, this is what I'm saying. What makes it different from Deus Ex and from uh, Prey 2017? It's accessible. 
it's accessible and it's polished to such an insane degree it's still a nintendo game remember that yeah and you know nintendo first party you're generally getting quality too so okay, yeah. you know lots of people when they see the systems in this game they say they ask themselves how does this work as well as it does and yeah it's true how does it work it's 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 a marvel the game is a marvel and i have a feeling there's going to be a lot of game devs who are going to be panicking uh, very soon as creative directors are going to come <laughs> with uh, with some ideas <laughs> with ideas and that's unfortunate Yeah, I have to say, Mutare, have you played any immersive sim? Like, have you tried Dishonored or or Prey 2017 or or Deus Ex? Or... Um, I think I'm not sure if um, what do you call this game? Deathloop counts as a immersive sim because it's in the it changes similar Kinda. mechanics to. Yeah, 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 it is. No, it actually is. It puts you in a space, tells you solve problem. And you can solve it in like more ways. It gives you the freedom and the abilities to do that. So I guess it is. And for me, like if we're talking about games, like what what other games can you put in there? DSX have been wanting to play. Um, I just want to preface this by saying that um, me and my parents. I, I by the way, guys, that's just that you don't think I'm extremely young. I'm 22. So yeah. <laughs> so am I. So am I, by the way. <laughs> My parents were like, at some point, were like very strict with uh, these games with a, a 16 and 18 rating. You know, <laughs> they didn't believe the 16 at the on the box of games meant that it was for 16 players. They were too smart for that. <laughs> so I never played like a lot of like DSX those games. I never played those. I've meaning to play those. Like especially like um, I I played. I think I don't know if Prototype counts. I played uh. Prototype for a bit. No, 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 no. Prototype yeah. doesn't count. Okay. Then no, Deathloop, I think, is the sort Death, of thing. Yeah, Deathloop is that kind of thing. Yeah. Or Metal Gear Solid Five, somewhat. Okay, yeah. Then reach, I, I, I think, reach. I, is it reach. a reach? Is it? It's a, it's a reach. Is it a reach? <laughs> reach. Okay, with Deathloop, <laughs> <laughs> Death I can say, yeah, I played it versus him, and like I found it quite fun. Like I understand why Deathloop got the praise that it got like oh 10 out of 10 because I think it takes a lot to make those games and then to release them yeah. like in such a polished state with no bugs like because the things I used to do were extremely dumb like for me these games <laughs> are about just doing the dumbest things until I succeed seeing trying to see what I can't do is, is what's fun and then being surprised by it all like oh I can do that and I think that's what uh, the Chief Kingdom has has managed to do because I'm like, and this is, this is a small thing, but the important thing that put take off ground for me is I hate doing that thing, and and like sometimes I just forget, like I will build a whole structure just to get from point A to point B on top. I can literally just under it now and be like oh yeah now I'm on top or I can under a series of things to get to the top and it's like oh there's no height limit there's like the circle thingy um, area which you can transmit and that's the only limit and the thing that's surprising because I think game development is so um, restrictive that it's molded gamers into like okay yeah this works This doesn't work. This this didn't work. This previous game is probably not going to work. This, you know, and that makes fun breaking that mold that our game you can't do is you know, it's breaking the rules. And I think for a lot of people, breaking rules is fun, you know. Yeah, I mean, you reminded me of something. I think I've mentioned it before. There's a YouTube video of uh, a guy who has been, um, I guess teaching his wife not really teaching like letting his wife play games and his wife is not a gamer and i remember the first one of the first games he let her play was doom the doom oh. remake and she tried to 
she shot is the it, red barrel and is it girlfriend reviews no not girlfriend reviews it's another one rasputin it's rasputin oh. Oh, she okay. shot a red barrel and obviously the red barrel exploded so the other thing she tried to do was she like when you when you move up when you move by the barrel it it moves right like it will roll so she tried rolling the barrel all the way to a door that was locked and then shot it and the like the door didn't blow up and she was like that's that doesn't make sense so like it's very interesting to me seeing stuff like that where it's like like we've been so trained as gamers because we know the like the basic rules but someone who doesn't play games would be like this should work because it makes sense and then it doesn't and i feel like maybe tears of the kingdom is like you know what let's just allow anything to happen <laughs> like let's allow the red barrels to do whatever let's allow because all the stuff i've seen like with that reverse time thing to me that looks that looks broken to me like i can just like keep reversing everything you know like i saw one of those hinox throw a rock and then someone just reverses it back and then it hits them back and it's like yep that's the game then i guess you know like or like oh how do i you know like get up there and then like they they, they shoot a log it drops and then they jump on it and reverse and it takes them all the way up to the top and it's like there goes that puzzle i guess like that's <laughs> you know like to me that sounds very fascinating but in a way i also feel like i don't know like it's circumventing all the puzzle level design that all these creators would have come up with well you see here's the thing you need to have confidence in your player base and in your own work to not be like oh no he's not playing the way i wanted no if he's going to solve your fancy puzzle by making a big bridge <laughs> let him it's okay no that's the thing the thing that i own like the thing that scares me because like after i bought my specific for tears of the kingdom pokemon which i hated by the way and and trippy as well which you was seem to be making very bad like purchasing decisions man you should be like <laughs> 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 on the on the Nintendo, yeah and, and the thing is this is i give my i'm done with tears of the kingdom i don't play i don't play my switch like i just like once every eight months i believe so like this I'm going to give it to my my small brother who's like 13 with you and my biggest fear is that he won't he's advanced now it's the puzzles you know like so but then like and I think that's the thing that the game developers go to for fear that they won't get this all bit easy I remember this is a new old kid that when you give him Lego, he can build you the Taj Mahal, and I don't know why uh, I'm worried that the the freedom of creativity will like harm him. But I think it will just give him like it will be more, fun, you know. Because something found about this game that makes me is that it makes me feel smart. I will lie. Like, yes. That part, yes. They feel smart. Because I spoke a puzzle, I'm like, my genius, you know, my genius <laughs> knows no bounds. <laughs> this game I makes just, you feel so smart. Genius knows no bounds. Then, like, I do something and I'm like, I'm so smart. I get up somewhere high in, like, in a, instead of, like, you know, because you can climb places, like, that's fine, but it takes a lot of, like, high places and, like, climb. But, like, if you can do it in, like, by doing something, it's just like, guys, I'm so smart, you know, I'm so good. And that, that's fine. That one is rewarding. Like, that's just, it's like, it's like about do, like a feeling of dopamine I haven't received in a while. Where it just like makes me feel like I'm the, like, I'm pretty really smart, like, I'm some sort of. Because I've been doing Star Wars Survivor as like, a bro, uh, puzzles and like, uh, and some puzzles and everything. I don't feel that sense of reward, that responses. Like, oh, yeah, just it. It's supposed to solve it this way. That's fine. Just solve it this way. This is the only way to do it. And, yeah, and it's like, yeah, and then even 
puzzle like a chart is full for example that give me this it's just mm-hmm. a stress like a noise in a puzzle like oh i must do it this way i'm stuck now really angry like with uh tears of things i don't see that uh frustration i was like oh let me just try something else because it's really absurd there's like a million ways how to do this so from to do this dungeon you know yeah that's interesting um i guess um we can close off by i'll ask you like what do you what elements from this game do you think other games like four or five years from now are going to steal for example i know that assassin's creed origins and horizon forbidden west that's the new one right Mm-hmm. They got the whole. You can just climb anything. Who cares about special places to climb? Climb anything all the time, which was a Breath of the Wild thing. Which I other days before that were like, why would you let people climb any surface? <laughs> But now most of the games are just like, yeah, just climb anything, man. Like who cares? Um. So like, what other elements do you think? Um. Other games will get from. Tears of the Kingdom. That's hard, man, because the things which make Tears of the Kingdom unique are gonna be very hard to copy. Yeah, but it's possible. Like l- l- best case, l- best case scenario. Let's imagine people can copy like three, four years from now. Like, what do you think will be copied? Hmm. What, what would you wish would be copied by other games? Uh, the the, the me, pin I, system. The, Yeah, but for me, I don't know. I don't think this the album, the 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 real thing. Cause like one problem I get into is like um I can take pictures of like certain cause like there's this one type of puzzle and it tells you like oh go out in the open and there are pictures like this and then you're supposed to locate like the legend the big word. The wrong thing in their pictures, and then um, the the and then you can take pictures yeah, of um, the air the, those pictures like before it shows you, and then when you go to that area and you're looking at it, this huge gigantic picture, you can quickly refer to that photo instead of looking at taking a picture with your phone before or taking a screenshot on your phone. I feel like that's just like simple. Good accessibility for me. I love I love some nice accessibility. For me, you know, Tears of the Kingdom, the fun. This is the same thing which was in Breath of the Wild. The world is dense enough that I can open my binoculars, pin something, and then I go to it. Okay, but the because the world is so dense with things that are fun to do. Uh. It never gets old. I can keep doing it. And Isn't that there in Elden Ring, like pinning on the map or whatever. I mean, you mean like like I'm correct, right? Like you could do that in Elden Ring. Right? Am I wrong? Am I making that up? You could, yeah. Like you had to bring out your by knock your telescope in it, and it was much harder in Elden Ring. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, the ease of it just encourages exploration. The world is dense, but because you can just quickly bring this up and then you go there almost immediately, it's so fun. I need more games to have worlds like that with easy ways to pick out visually distinct areas. That's oh, you know that's that's what I wanted people to copy from Breath of the Wild, but they just said oh. Climb everywhere, but no, I want I want to be a, I want a world where exploring I can get lost. Literally, I'm just like, go here, go here, go here, go here, go here. Before I know it, five hours have passed and I haven't done the main quest. I think for me, like that makes sense, but also I think you see this is and I'm sorry to sidetrack here. But this is where I have to say that Kojima is a genius because he picked out one of one of I believe he picked out one of Breath of the Wild's best qualities while making Death Stranding, and that was that traversing 
like the area from going going from point A to point B mustn't be a hassle it should feel like a journey a road trip and that's how move and feel that's how like traveling feels in like um uh like the tears of the kingdom because i'm like oh i see something in the distance there but there's a thousand mountains there's enemies everywhere how am i going to get there it's not going to be so quick but it's also not going to be so slow and boring it's going to be an entertaining fun an journey adventure. i'm not going to yes. be like i'm not going to be like oh let me um I mean like fast travel you can fast travel but then the fast travel points are so con- they're not conveniently placed there they're placed right in the spots that you still have to make somewhat of a journey you still have to climb a mountain you still have to figure your way out traversal from one area in itself is its own um puzzle and that's going back to Kojima that's what he did with um Death Stranding he took that aspect of Breath of the Wild and put it in Death Strand where it made the whole traversal thing so fun and they brought it back in Tears of the Kingdom and it's so and they managed to just make it better with the the increased uh movement options so yeah i think that's an aspect i'd like to see making tra- traversal less of a of a hassle like a boring thing and making it feel like a journey you know like i'm going on a road trip exactly that's also true. Traverso in Breath of the Wild and Death Stranding, super fun. Make it makes the the journey itself the gameplay. It's not like oh, if I'm not doing combat, I'm not doing gameplay. No, gameplay <laughs> includes traverso. Yeah, I have to say I very rarely uh, fast traveled in Breath of the Wild. I, I actually can't even remember how to do it. That's how much I just just road man like i just i'd climb stuff like i i just went all the time because it was a nice road to be in as well like it was i felt like there was always something even if it's like a long journey there was always something so it's good to know like that's that's still there as well um some quick fire ones uh no spoilers is the story better <laughs> it's the same it's the same style like flashback stuff yes okay well i didn't realize there was a story i was too busy sidetracking <laughs> that's allowed that's allowed yeah but from what i've seen so far it's interesting it's enticing enough for you to question what's happening and like wonder what's going in the going on in the world and like the flash I, i think i've only gotten like one flashback so far because i'm so i'm too busy doing like other things but uh, the flashbacks are interesting because it makes you want to like solve all the puzzles to get all of them but um yeah and it's done the same storytelling i don't know if you can't the storytelling aspect um but it did what it did in 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 in, in Breath of the Wild and it took away my favorite sword the master sword and now i have to find it again and i don't know how Sam, because the first i didn't play breath of the wild properly i um i i googled how to find the master sword so yeah <laughs> but this time i'm not allowing myself to cheat so yeah does link talk no, of course he doesn't. Why not? It's been 30 years or whatever. <laughs> it's Link. Link will never talk. I pray he never talk. Because I remember, I remember first hearing Zelda's voice. And like, it was, it was weird. Huh? It yeah, was weird, it was, right? Yeah, it, it was, was It was good, but it was, I was like, what? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a question for you, Dennis, actually. Mm-hmm. You, what's you didn't like the you didn't like what's your issue with the the way dungeons are in Breath of the Wild slash Tears of the Kingdom because they're similar. I mean, I don't know about Tears of the Kingdom. I've heard that the the dungeons in Tears of the Kingdom are what I want so far. Uh, but for me, like I remember, I spoke about this with Robin um, in the last podcast. Uh, there are certain things that when you think when you say Assassin's Creed. There's like maybe two or three things in your head that you think of. Yeah. 
you know like there are some things that in your head like that's what Assassin's Creed is if those two things are not there it's not Assassin's Creed no matter what they say if those two things are not there it's not Assassin's Creed for me when you say Zelda it is big dungeons like puzzle solving and like like the the fantasy storytelling stuff and Breath of the Wild did not have any of those at all or if it had them it was like little piecemeal little my shrines so Breath of the Wild I rated it 10 out of 10 I think it's a really really good game it's just to me it's not a Zelda game I don't know if that makes sense I've always said this Dennis your enjoyment would depend on whether you consider uh, what's this to be adequate the what do you call them again uh, the shrines. Then? Not the shrines. The divine, divine beasts. beasts. The problem is that you don't consider them addict. Yeah. Were, those are, I think, I think those they were too are, similar. I think now, because I spoiled myself on, on whatever, so I know that they are not the same thematically. Like the divine beasts were sort of similar thematically and visually, but in Tears of the Kingdom, I know story if it's the spoiler that they are different like that they're, they're different so like that's good we'll see we'll see like i say the thing is it may never be enough for you <laughs> but i did enjoy the game like i said i really really enjoyed Breath of the world like i think it's a really good open world like you know adventure game it's just not mm-hmm. what i think of when i think of zelda you know this is how i met you you know how like like City back to the start and you critic in Ratui. That's what I think. Eternic like it's same there from the past and that's like fine. But then like I feel like dungeons they've been because for me the other games I played I played Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, um the one, um the train one and one more Majora wasn't Majora's mask. No, I don't. There's another one on DS that I played. I'm not sure. And for me, those games, the dungeons, like the the dungeons were fine. Like they were, they were fine. But also similar to how I found the like being the divine beast in Breath of the Wild, especially like we went to uh, Skyward because that's the one I really remember. And I don't know which types of dungeons are you referring to. You give me like game and I'll go check it out. But for me, it's like they're awkwardly similar, like four areas, um, four dungeons in those areas. Cause, and then craft, I think, had like eight, because they'd be like dungeons in area. Six, actually. Yeah, no, they like, are. Yeah. I agree. They are formulaic. They are, but there's a certain <laughs> I don't know. It's like I said, it's, there's also the big nostalgia aspect of it. Like I grew up on those games. I think uh, Ocarina of Time is one of the first like big AAA games I beat. So there's a lot of nostalgia there and stuff. Um, and I do like very linear. I'm unlike most gamers. I, I too much freedom kind of like trips me up. I like immersive sims, but they're still also quite linear. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah, sort of cage. No, I get you. There's a story. Yeah. Yeah, no, I understand that part. That would be cage in your part understand because don't know it's not different, but for me, I get open world games. I think I played um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I think I was done for a good six with old games, and I just needed something. Uh, I'm very curious how people will react to Final Fantasy 16 because I believe that is very God of Warish. Whereas I know a big thing that everybody had with Final Fantasy 13 was that it it 
it, it forced people in one path and people hated that um, so I wonder what the reaction is going to be Dennis, I've, you know we're, we're going off topic now but I've I always know. said this about FF13 people were not mad that FF13 was linear because Final Fantasy 10 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake are also linear and they like it People didn't also, like FF13 because the characters were shit, but they needed an <laughs> excuse to say they didn't like it, which wasn't that the characters are shit. So they stuck to the word linear. Both of I, you guys to say when Lightning is the best character in the franchise. But anyway. <laughs> I just wait, before you change the subject, I just want to drop my um my one controversial opinion for the night. And that is I do not rate Square Enix games. I do not like them. I have tried all of them, maybe except uh, just for like but I tried Final Fantasy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like Final I like the storytelling aspect of Final Fantasy Seven, like the OG one, not the remake. Because that was cool, like the whole um Tifa's is it Tifa? The the girl that dies with black hair. Um all of them are black here, yeah, but the one with the white dress and the red thing here. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy City, I tried it. It was dope. I tried Guardians of the Galaxy. It was, it was, it was horrible. Um, and con- consi- considering Guardians of the Galaxy as Square Enix is bold because one, that's Idos, and two, who hates Guardians of the Galaxy, man? Everybody I like likes the that first game. person I've ever heard. Oh no, 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 no! I didn't mean God. I'm, what's this? It's Avengers. Avengers. Oh yeah, that game sucks. Avengers. That game sucks. <laughs> yeah. Which That's other so weird. Yeah, the like... first person I've ever had was like calls Square Enix like West actual Square Enix games. I just don't <laughs> find them. I don't find them entertaining. Like they do not. They're like okay, we're gonna hold your hand throughout. Like you make the choice of what magic you're gonna use, but action. Played, like, I'm gonna ask you to play Hitman World of Assassinations. Um, is, is it like the other Hitman, like Hitman, the, the newer ones? Yes, the yes. newer ones. Yeah, those, those are fun to me. But That's like, a Square Enix game. Oh my gosh! Gotcha! On that note, it's been fun, guys. Got Thank him. you for listening to this <laughs> to this episode of the Nerdtaku Gaming Podcast. <laughs> um, I guess coming up, uh, we've we've got um, you know summer games fest games we'll be looking forward to and stuff. There'll be big games coming out. I know these guys are gonna be busy playing Tears of the Kingdom for the next I don't know few months or whatever. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, look out for that. Um, I'm going to be waiting for my games uh, to come out. Uh, hopefully Diablo and then... Um, yeah. Um, are you guys looking forward to anything apart from Tears of the Kingdom? Or are you blinded by Zelda? Final Fantasy. Oh, shit. When is Final Fantasy? Yeah. That's June. Next month. June? Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Street Fighter yeah, 6. Street Fighter! Of course, Street Fighter, yes. Tekken as well. Is Tekken really coming out that. soon? Is that, uh, isn't that like November, September or something? Oh, Probably next year. Next year? Are you serious? Yeah. Next? Where are you getting this from? What do you mean next? There's no way it's next year. Game, it's far off, it's far off. Ha, what? No ways. I feel like they're in the final throes of advertising. What do you mean next year? No, 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 no. The game is far off, my friend. So they're, they're doing character reveals. What do you mean next year? The character, the roster is going to be huge. Mutale, do you believe this? Do you believe this man? Have you seen the Tekken trailers? Yeah, I've been watching the Tekken trailers. I'm not like a big Tekken follower, but I know Robin, so I trust him in that respect. You would believe um, from the trailers did. that you've seen that it's coming out next year, like. Yeah! <laughs> Robin, Robin, and I, I, I was so sure that God of War was coming. Uh, they're pushing this game back. There's no way I was sure I could have like so many units. I would have like so. No proof. Not. I didn't release game day. I think Robin was like trust, trust. And what happened? Release in December, and then I was broke. 
I'll be shocked if he doesn't release this year, man. Like, damn. Okay. I I hope he releases I, this year. I guess. Me too, but uh, I don't think it will. Man. Okay. Anyway, I'm hyped note... for this. Uh, the new fantasy game, and it's interesting. You know, it looked less um box. You know, it was entertaining, and I think. I, I trust Robin with, I don't know what he's gotten into, but I trust him with his taste in games because everything he's told me to play, I have enjoyed. I remember Elden Ring. What other games did you tell me? You told me to play a lot. Uh, Bayonetta. I got Bayonetta. Bayonetta was amazing. I've and got the biggest shit-eating grin on my face right now. <laughs> Yeah, so I I think I might I might get it when it comes out because besides that, um, recent I don't think there's anything that I am too excited about. Interesting, interesting. All right, guys, um, it's been real. Uh, I'll be looking forward to your updates on Tears of the Kingdom. I'm gonna play it maybe next year or something. I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> play it next year. Probably, maybe. We'll or see. you can sail the seven seas. <laughs> or I could do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so thanks, guys, for coming on. Uh, Mutali, where can people find you? What are your handles, etc.? Um, on my Twitter, Mutali zero one nine. Um, yeah, that's that's about. I think all I use. Yeah. Um, I don't like Instagram. Yeah, football. I don't know. Account, though. I'm not a football Twitter account. I'm not a football Twitter account. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, guys. Alright, guys. Thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one and see you in the next one.